Hello, beautiful insiders. Welcome back to the Insight Scene podcast series. Today, we have an incredibly talented Insight host with us on the show talking about spiritual preparation and what goes into having your bag packed and ready for when God says go. So today we have with us Philippa, and I'd love for you to just share with our listeners a little bit about who you are, what your heart is for Insight um, as we get ready to dive into this topic. I know you did recently publish a 30-day devotional with Katie Walker, and I'd love for you to share with our audience a little bit about the book as well and where someone could purchase it if they wanted to. Yes, thank you, Nicole. And hi, guys. I'm Philippa Boyens. I'm the creative director of After Eden Pictures, screenwriter of Eight Days, and I'm not ashamed. I'm a wife and a mother of two amazing girls. I host Insight um, with some uh, absolutely amazing women, and I'm a co-author of The Woman of Influence 30-Day Devotional. And thank you for for talking about that, Nicole. I'm so excited about this. We just released it. It is, I think, a very important message for women right now. Um, Katie Walker, um, one of the other writers, she felt God lay in her spirit this question of why did the devil approach Eve with the apple? And that's a question I personally haven't given much thought to. Um, But as Katie was praying, she felt God told her that women was Eve was an influencer and that women are influencers. And it is so important right now in the time that we're living that women rise up in their design, um, in their destiny, that God created them to influence the world positively. And so that's what the book's about. And that's what we're doing with it. It is available at insightscene.com and online stores like Amazon. That's awesome. So I'd love for you to share um, what types of things you've had to prepare for spiritually in your own life. Um, Oftentimes, I believe, you know, people, they truly want to walk in the calling and the purpose that God has for them. But if we're not prepared for when he says go, it makes it difficult. So do you have an example on that? That is so true. And I I think I've been fortunate um, that God has been very kind to me in that a lot of times he'll just tell me the next step. And I just have to be obedient and in <laughs> saying yes to that, no matter how uncomfortable I am. Yeah. Um, a little example on that is I, I was 20 and I had no idea what to do with my life, um, no idea what I wanted. And going through this huge identity crisis, um, I was a nationally ranked track and field athlete and injuries ended my career. So I was just praying, like, God, what am I supposed to do? Um, what do you want me to do? And he didn't tell me, like, this big thing or, you know, this little answer. He told me the next step. He said, um, he, he gave me this name, Carrie Redman, who was my mother's friend. He said, I want you to help her finish that script she's been writing. And I was like... Okay. (laughs) I knew she had been writing on this. She had asked me to help do drawings for her. This was five years ago. I hadn't been writing at all. I didn't know how to write a screenplay at all. And I wasn't very close to this woman at all. And I was like, okay. (laughs) So after talking to my husband, um, I reached out to Carrie and said, hey, you know, this project you've been working on, I feel like God wants me to help you finish it. And, you know, she was kind and gracious enough to let me work with her on that. And we worked together. She, I basically interned with her in writing 
learned so much and started researching and going through classes. And 10 years later, we were able to write something together that was nominated for a Dove Award, um, a film. So, like, but God's very kind that he just gives me the next step sometimes. And I yeah, have to be, that's incredible. And I have to really work on that hard and research and put in the effort, but it prepares me for the next thing. So. That's so good. That's so good. So to you, what do you think spiritual preparation preparation actually looks like? Is it just being in tune with his voice for when he says, hey, here's what's next? Or is it, you know, actively getting yourself ready for what's next? You know, how can we be sure that what we're doing is actually preparing for what he's calling us to do? That's an interesting question. And I, um, that's a good one. This actually makes me think of, of writing and acting too, which is the world that I came from. but. I, I feel like, yeah, spiritual, we have to have a foundation to stand on. It's, it's in the word, you know, for when the storms come that we don't get knocked down, build your house on, on the, on the rock, not the shifting sand. And so having a firm foundation, I think spiritually looks like studying his word. It looks like prayer and spending time with him. That's what relationships are built on. It's built on trust. And you can't have trust without knowing someone, without spending time with them. So that's reading his word, that's praying, that is um, listening, taking time to listen to his voice. And, and I think that too, when things come up, you have those words, you have those, those prophecies or the scripture already in your heart that's there that you can just pull out. That's like your shield of faith. It's... Um, that's being prepared. And I think it's kind of the same in screenwriting too, um, and acting. You don't just read lines, you have them memorized so that you can act in the scene, in the moment and have them there ready. That's being prepared. Um, that's so good. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, too, because I think a lot of people, they, you know, we're in this world that's driven by technology and fast paced knowledge and all that stuff that I think we often forget that it is important to have his words memorized and to know exactly what he's saying to us, not just, oh, I have my Bible there. I can always go flip back to it, kind of like how mm. we do with Google. You know what yeah. I mean? We don't we don't remember facts the same way that we used to a long time ago because we can easily access the information. But what happens when you're in that time where you don't have that Bible sitting right next to you? What happens when you need to know those words to act in them and you can't? And it is just like, you know, in the acting world, you know, you can't physically be holding your script right in front of you while you're on the camera. You have to already know that and, and, you know, to be able to actually perform and give it your best. So that's a really cool analogy. I like that a lot. Absolutely. And I mentioned that earlier, but um, when I had, when I started diving into how to write a screenplay and, and move people through story, one of the classes I went to, Christian man was teaching and he's <laughs> been teaching a long time and he said, he would have people call him or email him and say, God told me you would read my screenplay. And he's like, okay, God didn't tell me that, but have you been working on, on writing and learning the craft? And they would say, no. He's like, okay, how long have you had this idea? And he said, one of them said 20 years. And I think Christians sometimes operate in that mentality of, God said this, um, with God, all things are possible. And we just kind of sit back and wait for God to, to move. And a lot of time I think he's, he's waiting on us. Um, that 
I believe very strongly that God loves us so much that he doesn't give us more than we can handle. Um, and so we have to be prepared for the next thing and use what's in our hands. So God gave you this big idea, this screenplay. What are you doing to work on your craft? What are you doing to, and we have access to the internet. We can, we can literally take online classes anywhere now on almost anything. So we really don't have a lot of excuse to not work, to not put in the effort and the work to research and learn and do the best we can, join groups, um, to use what's in our hand to make um, the best of what God's given us right now. And he will give us more. When we're faithful with little, He is he's promised to give us more because he can trust us. So, um, yeah, that was a very eye-opening moment for me when I um, heard that story. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely think it's right on because I think I think we do that a lot. Yeah. We think that we can sit back and, you know, we have this concept in our head that, oh, God's going to take care of all the rest. And it's like, yes, God is in control, but that doesn't change the fact that he's given us something that we have to step into and use. And, you know what I mean? It doesn't all magically come together. We have to put the work in. We have to actively learn. And like you said, you know, really refine whatever our craft is to master it. You know, just because you've been given a, a skill of writing or of acting or, you know, whatever, you still have to, you have to push yourself to be better. You know, you're not going to just magically land some amazing, part or you know like you said have you know somebody big in the industry just read your screenplay just because you say so you have to put in the work you have to you know really make it come alive by working on it writing rewriting editing having other people proof it and give you you know feedback and I mean it it takes time it's not something that just magically falls in your lap one day and I think I think that's something as Christians we we often fall into because we hear these verses kind of taken out of context about, you know, anything being possible with him or that we can do anything, you know, whatever. And that is totally true, 100%. Mm-hmm. But we still have to do our part. We have to use what's in our hands. We have to use, you know, what we've been given and, and make something of it. It's not going to just come together on its own. That's such a good point. I love so, that. So true. And I, for a long time, I auditioned performers. And one of my favorite interviews um, had this, I think she was about 11-year-old girl, come in. And the first question we asked was something like, um, why are you here today? And she said, well, I thought I wanted to be a doctor, but then I realized that was going to be really hard. So I decided I wanted to be an actor instead. And I was like, <laughs> like well, acting is facial. also very hard. Yes, there's a I lot know. of work that goes into it. Yeah. I know, but just speaking to performers, and, and I think we apply this to a lot of different things too. We think things are going to be easy, and then when they get hard, we bail. And that's yes. why being prepared is so important, is that so we can weather the storm, so we don't um, fall away, so we don't bail and so these kids that would come in and say, I want to be an actor. I want to be a singer. Okay, are you running? No, why would I need to run? Well, if you're singing, you need to be able to vocally perform for an That's hour right. at a time. <laughs> like, you need That's the right. lung capacity. Um, you need to stay healthy and fit. Are you taking care of your skin? Are you doing vocal lessons? Are you training? Like, There's so much. Like, Are you eating healthy? There's so many little things that go into it. 
so that you are prepared for that moment when you get the audition and you get the part or you stand in front of Sony. It doesn't just happen. You have to be ready for it. And I've seen too, because I've worked in this business for such a long time, the people that weren't, um, I had, my mother has owned an agency for, um, it was 25 years at the time. And she had Vogue cover models and placed a lot of different people. And so this, this girl gets a contract with Ford and she's gorgeous. She's like the next Cindy Crawford. And she goes there and leaves within a week like what like you're perfect for this God made you to do this and she just she wasn't prepared she didn't have her bags packed enough to stay with it and to keep yeah. working when it got hard within a week wow yeah I think people think too that just because they've been given a gift or a talent skill you know whatever you want to call it that it means they don't have to put in that work because they think, oh, I've naturally got this. And I mean, don't get me wrong, there are a lot of people that have natural talent. You know, you look mm -hmm. at athletes and basketball players and stuff like that, and sure, they're naturally tall, they're naturally fast, they're naturally this, that, the other, but they still are in the gym every single day. Yes. They're running, they're working out, they're eating, they're practicing those difficult shots. They've got people Ding them up. You know, I mean, they're they're not just taking it for granted. And that's why they're so successful. You know, you see so many people that try to be, you know, aspiring, you know, NFL football players or, you know, like things like that. And like they, they forget that the people that you see on the TV screen, they put in a ton of work to get there. They didn't get there by accident. You know, they worked their way all the way up to get to that level. And, you know, I, I always think it's funny when I see people They'll watch like um, the Olympic Games or something like that. And, you know, they'll be so hard on these like skaters and stuff. And they'll be like, oh, well, they, they should have landed that or they should have done this better, you know, whatever. And I just sit there thinking like, I'd love to see you get out there and even try to right. do what they're doing. You know, they've spent years and years and years practicing this stuff. And that doesn't change that it is still so hard. It is still so difficult. And they're still going to make mistakes. You know, they're still learning. But man, they're so far ahead of where I am. You know, I couldn't even dream of getting out there. I can't even skate backwards. But it's, it's so true, though. Yes, yes. So true. And even in the business world, I've been thinking about this. You might have an absolutely amazing idea, but if you haven't proven yourself, like think of shows like Shark Tank. Like if you yeah. haven't been selling product, if you haven't, you know, if you don't have the answers and how to expand your business and all those kind of things, people are very hesitant to give you more because they it's don't true. feel like they can trust you with more. And I think God kind of does that too. Um, he wants to give us more. He has these blessings, but he's like, you're not ready um, right. for the next thing. And so that's, that's what spiritual preparation I think looks like too. That's so good. So are there any final words that you would like to share with our listeners? Maybe as they're in this season where they're trying to figure out either what they're supposed to be doing or maybe they know what they're supposed to be doing, but they don't know how to prepare, you know, what would you want them to know just as a final note? I have two notes and these may take a little bit of time. No, go for could, it. You could add to them for sure. Um, I think one involving with um, having your bag packed with the right things, you need to make sure you get rid of the wrong things. So um, I've been thinking about relationships in regards to this topic, and we think that we have this, 
this person out there that we're looking for that's going to solve all of our problems when we get together, and that's just not true. Um, we need to deal with our own stuff first. Um, before you can find Prince Charming or, or whoever, you need to be the princess um, for him kind of thing. And I know in my personal life, I went through a traumatic season filled with turmoil, turmoil where I was just losing my sense of identity and who I was when the track career ended. And I was avoiding that with um, dating relationships. And I got to the point where it was just like, I am so done with boys. And when I, I needed to work on my own stuff. And when I made that switch, um, when I started working on my own stuff, God brought in um, the man I was supposed to marry very clearly. But I had to make that switch. I had to start working on my personal stuff to be the wife I needed to be for him. That's so good. I love that. That was one. Well, and okay, yeah, what's your second one? Yeah. <laughs> I have another one. Um, the second one is just, I think we have this thing called life equity. That's what my, my godmother calls it, where there's all these things in our lives that we don't see as important or needed in the next thing or to move forward and what God's called us to, but they are actually really, really important. It could be, um, you know, being a mom and taking care of kids can prepare you for managing other people and running a school mm -hmm. or, or whatever. Like I, for me, it was, I really didn't want to teach and coach modeling. It's not a passion for me, but God had me in that season where he wanted me to do this. I'm like, this is not what I'm called to do. And it was, it was frustrating, but God taught me how to speak to people and how to exhort people. And, um, he taught me so much in that season that I didn't, you know, it wasn't what I thought I wanted to do, but it prepared me for what I am called to do in speaking to people. So life equity, the things that you're doing that you may not have considered have value, um, God sees value in them and they are important. I love that. That's so good. Well, thank you so much, Philippa, for sharing such incredible insight with our audience today. Um, to our listeners, we would love um, for all of you to get connected with us if you're not already. Um, we have lots of encouraging content on our website at insightscene.com. And um, you can also connect with us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And, you know, we post daily uplifting videos and posts um, from all of our different um, insight hosts. And then also for our podcast, you know, just be sure to subscribe so that you can stay in tune with us. We'll be publishing our episodes every Monday at 9 a.m. Um, and, you'll, you know, you can access them on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, you know, whatever's convenient for you for podcasting. But we do want to thank you all for listening. We hope you have an incredible rest of your week. And please remember that you are loved, you are valuable, and you are needed. Until next time.